cold open words, funny sayings, laugh, 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 ha, words. Ha, 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 okay, ha, we're done. Do you think, like, the country will ever stop being actively on fire? Maybe once it's all burned. <laughs> like, when there's nothing left. Uh, man, it's not a good time, is it? Every time I watch the news, I get so depressed. Well, why do you do that? I don't know. And it's not just the act of fires in California. It's everything. Mm. It just makes it on fire. But you know what? That makes me think of something. What's that'll that? Che- that'll cheer you up. Oh, cheer me up? Yeah. You know, because we're on the topic of fire. Okay. Do you want to make sweet love to an active volcano and burn down Pompeii for a second time? Surge! Fuck the burn! I think that might be the earliest surge. I thought about just opening it with that, but I don't want to blow everybody's ears out. You know, if you ever get to the point of, like, um, there's a, if there's ever, like, an, uh, a visual aspect to this, and, and we are still doing those, you know those have to be done, like, old, like, uh, 80 wrestling promo styles. <laughs> All of <laughs> a sudden, I just cut to the camera. Yeah. <laughs> Do you wanna just you're very, it. you're very manic with your movements and over the top. Just, ah! Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. Everything you're wearing is loud. <laughs> Lots of bows and yellows <laughs> and pinks and hot, hot colors. Things are cut, cut. And Shirts are cut funny. Muscles are oiled up for no reason. Very tan. <laughs> I'll be very if, if I get video of me very tan. I'll know something's up. But yeah, if the, you know, if we had an active volcano situation, I wouldn't be too surprised. Nor would I even be that worried, honestly. Yeah, they're just like, hey, you guys hear about the new uh, volcano in Pennsylvania? No, but not surprising at all. Um, is it going to wipe everything out? Yes. Good. <laughs> Good. Less I got to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're close to ground zero. Good. Somehow I live and I have to go to work the next day. I'm like, man, it really sucks delivering shit when the roads are on fire. I hate this. <laughs> the only thing that survives is you, your truck, and your dolly. <laughs> Like God damn it! You're not even de- you're like you're delivering like tr- like trod bot like things of water and stuff. Like, oh. This is poop, man. Anybody get a water delivery? <laughs> Hello? God damn it! This place is stinky. It's all smoky. Let me ask this this guy that's completely covered in ash and just poke him and just disintegrates. <laughs> oh, who's gonna pay this bill? Who's gonna pay me? <laughs> Why am I doing this? this is stupid. And they were doing the mash. What's the mash? Doing the mash. Oh, boy. Oh, gender unspecific. Hmm. What is this? Is this a drunken pen writing podcast? I think so. I don't know. Check out the bookmarker. That's how I know. This is two days in a row of recording. Our third, and this is our third episode. I don't know. Yeah, let me check out the, this bookmark. Big butt. Ho- no. no. <laughs> Wrong bookmark. Wrong right? bookmark. No. If I'm correct, this is the DPW Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb James, I think. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. With me today, Spencer, the Georgetown Ghoul Church. Mm. Halloween specific again. Yes. I don't know if you've ever been a ghoul before, but you're looking a little ghoulish today. Under these fluorescent lights that hurt my eyes. I think I got COVID. I think my coworker had COVID. He came in today and he's super sick and he just wants to touch everyone. I'm like, get the fuck away from me for one. <laughs> two, get tested, you asshole. So you can test positive and I can get two weeks off of work. You fucking dickhead. 
It's like, why you gotta be such a greedy dickhead? See, this so one, selfish. See, that's what I don't get about like where I work is like I know that there's people that been on leave because they've had because they've had it, but yet company just washes you know sweeps it under the rug and yeah but, yeah because you like I used to like you you know your job supposed to close down yeah like Mindy's job. She had a co-worker who got COVID. Mindy got tested. She didn't have it, but she still had to be off for two weeks. That's the second time this has happened, I think, right? Yeah. Well, they had to close down initially just for COVID. They were closed down for months or something. But it's just like, come on, man. I want to. I need a vacation. This is what's going to happen because I got the last week of October off. Okay. First week I took off in fucking over a year. Now, when did, so, you, when did you request that off? I don't remember. Not that long ago. Okay. So in the midst of everything. Yeah, it was like a month ago or something. Um, but this is what's going to happen to me. I know it. My vacation's going to come up. And you're going to get sick. Well, hopefully I don't get sick, but it doesn't matter. Somebody's going to get sick at work, and they yeah. will finally close down for two weeks, but it'll be during my vacation, and they'll still dock me the, you know, my vacation time, because yeah. I, I request it off, and I'll just be, I'll just be so mad. I, I, that might lead me to murder. <laughs> and murder kind of brings up our topic of the day. Murder. Moida. Gonna do a little stabbing, buddy. It's not really much of a topic. Talking horror tropes. Was, we're fucking barely talking off air about this, but you know, you have your typical ghost, werewolves, vampires, uh, zombies. That's another one. Basic um, monster. Like, yeah, your, your collection of monsters. I don't know if tropes creature. Would be. I don't know if tropes is the specific word, but like if you were telling well, a ghost story, that would be kind of the trope. Well, I'm sure once we uh, get past the different kinds, we'll go into how those each have their own yeah set of set of tropes. Well, and there's like sub tropes, and so I don't know if we really have to go into those because I'm more interested in is it possible to come up with a new anything original, a new trope, like something that would become a trope in the future, or more specifically, a new creature, because a lot of creatures come from myth and legends. And even think like because we're reading Frank or uh, not Frankenstein, good lord, we're reading Dracula. And yeah. we, we talked about on the last episode, which that's not gonna be out for a couple weeks, but we talked about on the last episode how like vampire folklore might have started a long time ago, but it didn't really come about to like the 1800s. Yeah. And then Bram Stoker's Dracula really cemented the vampire genre. So, what, what kind of creature could you come up with, do you think? That would be on par with a Dracula, a Frankenstein, maybe like a creature of the Black Lagoon. And you think of the Universal monsters because those most of those came from yeah. old books. And also, as a sidebar, what other uh, characters do you think are classic like that? Like uh, the Invisible Man, perhaps? Yeah. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Um, again, because like you said, those all have their sets of tropes that are used, even if it's not the specific character. Like, you know. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, somebody turning into something, that's used in other mediums. I don't know if I could do it, but I think, like, the werewolf, I think that has probably some room, because I don't, other than being, like, side things of other popular things of recently, they haven't had, like, their own, like, really, like, spotlight. So, but I think you could probably dive more into... Into that with, like, having, like, you know, like, pack leaders and, like, you know, multiple werewolves or, you know. Maybe reinvent the werewolf or even do, like, uh, like how Stephen King maybe did, like, a Salem's Lot. Because we just, it used to be just, like, kind of, maybe there were some vampires, yeah. but they necessarily weren't grouped together. But then at some point, now you have, like, vampire clans. What about werewolf clans? Like, a, like you yeah. said, a wolf pack. Well, I mean, I guess Twilight kind of touched on that, but... 
if you could have, you know, what was it, like 30 days or 30 nights like a vampire town? Yeah. What if you had a werewolf town? Yeah. Um, and also, why, why does it have to be a werewolf? Like, well, that's the trope, but what, what if, he, if it's something else? Well, let me run this past you real quick because, like, I watched that, that uh, HBO show, True Blood. And so they they get on like they eventually bring in bring in werewolves, but they're the kind that just turn into like just a wolf or like whatever the dog, most boring whatever. kind of werewolf. Yeah, yeah, and like and that's where I got because they had like a weird they had like they would have tribal packs mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but they also had other were things like there were were panthers and Ooh. I'm and, but I remember seeing that and as soon as they came, that came up I was just like that's dumb dumb <laughs> yeah I, I don't know why but and I, it might just because like well it's it's were wolf like <laughs> it would just be like oh and maybe just because like that show they was just every season there was just new things and so it was just like okay we have everything and now we have were panthers were panthers the werewolf genre I actually don't like the werewolves that turn into wolves. Yeah, no, I, I like, like a hybrid. I like the wolf man. Yeah. Some... I like uh, American werewolf in London. Again, oh, I don't remember if, because I know he turns into like a werewolf, but was he like a, at least he was like a big demon wolf looking thing. Yeah, he, you but know, I he... like the hybrids, like the wolf man who's like still, you know, maybe walks on all fours, but can walk upright. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Because if, I mean, other were creatures are kind of stupid. If you think about it, I mean, let's wear see. giraffe, wear hippo. <laughs> Ooh, you know another one, and that, and and you might not necessarily think of horror, but it, it, you could definitely go in there if you if you write it the right way. But shapeshifter, shapeshifter would be a good one. Well, that's a classic one. Going back to even things like the pod people, yeah, the, you know, some kind of alien takes you like looks like somebody, but like a shapeshifter. If you did a good shapeshifter story, you could have you know. Somebody really running amok. I'm trying to think because I know I've seen a couple movies with uh, good shapeshifter characters, yeah. but I can't think. Well, of- the um, uh, one of Stephen King's uh, newer uh, books, and it just got turned into a TV show, The Outsider, mm-hmm. kind of deals with that kind of stuff, and it was really good. It was like that mixed in with like a crime drawn drawn drama. It was really good. Yeah, my sister said that was really good. Before I lose it, you know what's a character I don't think I've ever really read too much about. What's that? That could be a new character that would be, you know, brought popular. Lizard Man. Okay. Because, you know, you got obviously have Spider-Man. What's his name? The Lizard. Uh, just the Lizard. Doctor. What's his name? No, I've been talking uh, about this uh, Doctor. Uh, uh, Connors. Doctor Connors with the one arm. He becomes yeah. the Lizard. You could do a horror version of that, I would think. Oh, yeah. But you, I would play real hard into the trope of, you know... The super conspiracy people, that the, the lizard people uh, live in the yeah. earth and stuff like that. Or even like maybe South Park with the crab Sky people. Crab people. Because <laughs> obviously that's a joke, but that would be horrifying. Oh, yeah. If you had some kind of crab monsters that like sentient crab creatures or that just, lived in the earth. Well, could you just imagine crabs like people size? That would be fucking horrifying. Yeah. Crabs are kind of scary as it is when you pick them up. Uh, just big ugly crustaceans. Which is pretty much just cockroaches with uh, claws. Yeah. And just while we're on that, you know, like the crabs and stuff, that would be horrifying. Because a lot of creatures, the bigger they are, the more scary they are just mm-hmm. because of how hideous. That makes me think of some body horror stuff, more specifically like the brindlefly from The Fly. Mm. Like is jumping gold bloom. That was a really cool story because, you know, he creates the, like a teleporter, right? Yeah. 
and a fly gets in with him and fucks his DNA up and he starts turning into this hideous fly. <laughs> but just like a giant fly is like, ooh, it's just suddenly way scarier than if it was just a little tiny fly. Yeah. So you could do a lot of th- different creatures like that too, like co- giant cockroaches. Obviously, spiders have been done. I, and I think that's a genre of movie from the 50s that we need to bring back. Giant animals giant or monsters. giant bugs. Yeah, like you used to have the giant spider, giant ant was one. Attack of the giant lady. Well, know, I mean, even not. I mean, foot woman or whatever. Even semi recently, uh, anaconda. Anaconda, yeah, giant thing, giant. You know, obviously, great white sharks. Such as Jaws have always been popular. Any kind of giant sea monster really works perfectly. You know what I? What there hasn't been like any kind of like stories that that I've read or like a movie is like you know they never try to do anything with like the Loch Ness monster. Or... No, I'm surprised they never had a movie, at least that I'm aware of, that had, like, oh, we're searching for the Loch Ness Monster, and they find it. Yeah. Because they did that with Bigfoot. Like, there's a bunch of Sasquatch movies. Uh, Bob Gett Goldthwait did a great horror Sasquatch movie. I heard it about it, but I've never, I haven't I didn't never watch watched it, but it. I heard it's really good. Um, but you can you obviously do that with Loch Ness Monster. I think since we don't have a definition of what the Loch Ness Monster actually looks like, yeah. it could be anything. No, you just said, uh, like, a Sasquatch or Bigfoot. Would you can uh, throw that within the realms of uh, like a monster? I mean, it, it probably depends on the again on the the story. But I for this conversation, everything's probably going to be horror yeah. related. Well, you obviously you could do a good horror story with that. And Sasquatch, Bumble Snowman, these kind of things can be. You can amplify the monster aspect. It doesn't have to be a giant ape in the woods. It could be you know a man that got transformed. It could be anything. You could do a lot with that uh, story. Cryptozoology, you can just do a lot with any, like, you know, Jersey Devil, the Mothman. Yeah. Uh, you can make a lot of cool stories out of any of those creatures. So, you know, anybody listening, you can just research some of these and come up with a cool idea and expand upon them. Uh, another one I want to touch on before I lose, this is one from fairy tales that used to be very prolific. And I never, I don't think I've ever seen a modern story really handle this. Giants. Yeah. Just, like, really fucking scary giants or even cy- giant cyclopses. Yes. Like, you got it in myth and folklore and uh, a lot of fairy tales, but, like, even they, I watched that Jack, uh, the Giant Slayer movie that was on, it was on TV a couple nights ago, but it was, uh, I don't know, it was, like, a couple years old or something, and it was entertaining, but, again, it's Jack and the Beanstalk. Why don't we do a modern one where somebody goes to, like, Whatever. The jungles of North Korea, and they're just this fucking giant clan. Or, or better, like, but yet somehow they, you know, it's like a uh, King Kong. Somehow you bring him over, and just like, and you just got a giant just fucking leaning against like a like a skyscraper. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have, if you wanted to go back to the Sasquatch route, well, you got a Bigfoot. Make him really a fucking Bigfoot. Make him a giant. Maybe no. you find him on an island. That could be cool. You could do... Uh, the Yeti would probably be a better one to do. Up in a mountain somewhere. Yeah, yeah the uh, Yeti. Yeah, You know, out in Alaska or, you know, mm-hmm. the North Pole somewhere. As far as um, more human things, The Invisible Man is one of the most famous ones uh, in the horror genre, which I don't remember if the original Invisible Man was necessarily horror, but obviously the reinventions like movies, they always make it horror yeah. now. What other kind of power, since you're a superhero guy do you think could turn into a cool horror story mm. like flying? Um, Cause you kind of got that. Was that a, what was the name the bright burn or something that, uh, Oh, it's like super, it was pretty much like Superman. If he was evil. Yeah. Like a kid Superman, but he was just like psychotic. Yeah. So if you had like some Superman power, such as uh flying, you could probably make maybe like some fucking 
guy he's crazy like what if you gave a fucking crazy man flying power and super strength then yeah. he's going around flying in people's windows oh just through people just through people if you want to go a little more fun route which just kind of goes with dr jekyll mr hyde the hulk yeah obviously a giant green monster would be scary mind reading slash control that's a good one uh because you could do a lot of like the story, like, actually taking place in your character's head and, like, the battle between, like, him and then that's where you could have, like, you could do, like, a whole bunch of crazy, like, because, like, the um the setting could be, you know, anything because it's really, it's a battle in the mind, on the yeah. mindscape, like, you know, it could literally be anything. And you could make that character the good guy through the whole book and then you find out he's the bad guy. Yeah. Maybe he was mind controlled and he thinks what he's doing is a good thing, but... Uh, it could be like that Black Mirror episode where they wear those fucking goggles and they're killing all these monsters and then it turns out they're just innocent civilians and the goggles make them look like yeah. monsters so the soldiers would kill them. You could do something like that where the guy's reality is so warped that he thinks he's doing good, but whatever mind control, he's actually doing evil things. And then, I mean, if you want to get real crazy, you could do like a lot of demi demigods type of thing because... A lot of the gods in, uh, like, Greek mythology uh, stuff are just assholes. fucking terrible. Assholes. Like, Prometheus? I never realized the story of Prometheus was so bad. He saved humans, but because Zeus, just to be a dickhead, made it so fire just wasn't a thing anymore. Yeah. So humans like, oh, I guess we all die now. And then Prometheus, he did some trickery and got on fire again. And Zeus punished him, which I think, I don't know if Prometheus was Zeus's dad, but he's one of the Titans. So yeah. he's from the generation above the Olympians. Fucking tied, chained Prometheus up and had a fucking giant eagle fly every day and eat out his liver. Yeah. And then he just would suffer through the day, and then the next day his liver grew back, and it would happen over and over. It's like, fuck you, Zeus. Well, Zeus was a big dick. Like, he he would change into animals and have sex with women. And, he was like, a big raper, for sure. And, like, then he was, because wasn't he the one who was worried about the Titans, and so he ate the, he ate his kids? So yeah, the, something the, like that. Because there was a like a prophecy of like his, you know, the kid, one of his sons was gonna like overthrow him. So he's like, "Fuck that noise! I'm just gonna eat him." <laughs> Fucking dickhead, eating your own kids. What a jerk! Like whole. Yeah, just swallowed him whole. And then they grew into like grown men or something though. I don't remember the look more into that. Anyway, so what 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 other creatures here we got? Bats we, are a good one too. Well, then say we uh, do you think we should touch upon the because. They have their own, um, uh, horror has their own stereotypes or tropes, but they also vary between the, like, if it's, if it's a novel, or if it's like a movie, or like, like we were joking around, like, oh, one of my favorite horror tropes are the, are the boobies, because, you know, like in the horror movies, but like, you don't ever really, you know, normally get that nude scene randomly in a, you know, in a horror novel. Yeah, and then in the novels, it's not like virgins having sex and then get murdered by a serial killer. Yeah. Like, that usually doesn't happen in the movies, though. That's a trope. Also, the falling down is a big movie trope. Like, you know, you're running away and you fall down. Uh, what the fuck are you doing over there? There's just so much goddamn fucking wood. Hey, get away from that. Go lay down. Just lay down, buddy. Don't be stomping on the fireplace. Just relax, bro. Relax, bro. I think we're almost done. We're getting there. Ooh, here's a story. Okay. Your pet dog. Yes. Your loyal best friend starts to turn evil. Yeah. Then, I don't know, eats you or something. Like, so it's like a premeditated, like, Kojo kind of thing? Mm-hmm. 
Either it's not rabies, he just, after after so long of living with you, he just starts hating you. Or something, I don't know. Maybe that's a bad one. I also like the idea, which, here's another, because I want to I wanna touch more upon, like, things that aren't, haven't been done, especially in, like, novel form or story form that much. Cursed body parts? Mm-hmm. Like, I think there's a movie or a story about a guy's hand gets, like, cursed and it does, like, it kills people and he yeah. has no control. I would like to read more stories like that. Uh, Evil Dead. Evil Dead. He had to cut off his own hand. Yeah, it was kind of. Yeah, that was like a that was a play on that uh, that trope. But I think that's something we could bring back. Um, um it's used a lot, but the um, the cursed uh, artifacts or things like you know. Yeah, kind of goes back to mummies. You don't get a lot of mummy stories anymore. True. True. You know what I would like. Um, and it's old enough where you could probably do your own spin on it and you wouldn't have to worry about getting in trouble. I want a good monkey paw story. Yeah. Like an evil wish story? Yeah. We could definitely use one of those. Um, that could go with your artifacts too. You find an yeah. artifact and get evil, evil wishes. I don't understand, going back to the mummies, why does it, like, it's always just mummies. Why can't it be something else? Like another dead body or, like, what if you got, like, uh ancient Celtic burial ground and you yeah. accidentally dug up a body and now you got some fucking Celtic curse because they have some crazy folklore. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Like leprechauns. You can have yeah. either, like, fucking crazy evil leprechauns you can do. Not the awful movies, but... <laughs> no, now he's being good. Because I'm petting him. Hmm. Ah, there's just... There's so many possibilities, yet we keep getting the same fucking stories over and over and over. And I'm, I'm tired of vampire stories. And most of them don't work properly because it'd be like one thing is like oh if these work and that's what makes the things like oh well we just make it because that's what makes the money but i'm also sick of especially movies using not just like the same things but really just throwing throwing things in there so you'll have a movie and it's like hey we're gonna throw in zombies that's gonna be the big selling point we're gonna throw in a vampire twist that's the big selling point it's like i do something else why does it always have to be zombie like even if you were gonna go zombies for instance Make it some kind of other zombie, not the same bumbling, stumbling, brain-eating zombie. Like, do a new zombie. Or if it's a vampire, create a new fucking vampire. It doesn't have to be Bram Stoker's, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. It could be a different kind of vampire. Yeah. I just, I wish people would have a little more imagination and uh, just kind of reinvent some of these things. That would just do, like, um, that if, like, you know, zombies do something like, um, like Robert Kirkman did with, like, The Walking Dead. He kind of told the ending of every zombie story that there is, like yeah. you know what I mean, because he's, you know, he's he he said it multiple times in interviews, like you know, he'd growing up, he'd watch zombies and whatever it, you know, the movie would end like them at the mall or mm. riding off in a chapter somewhere, and it, but he'd be like, well, what happens next? What happens next? You know, and then what happens after that? You know. Well, I want some more reanimated dead stories. Um, along the lines of Frankenstein, but like the original Frankenstein where he becomes super intelligent. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe, and I mean, if you read the original Frankenstein, it wasn't necessarily like he was evil. He just, circumstances. But if you actually had like an evil, uh, like the reanimator, H.P. Lovecraft's reanimator did that. You had reanimated corpses and when they came back to, were brought back to life, they were like fucking crazy and they just would eat you or rip you apart or they were just fucked up. And then the reanimator movie did a good job of that, where most of the time, like, the creatures, when they brought back, because they've been dead so long, they were just fucking crazy. But then, like, the one guy got brought back immediately, so he just, he was like an evil, 
So I want like an intelligent evil dead thing. We didn't say that or that um uh you just said with them you know bringing them back to life just you know um not necessarily like you know bringing back a horde of zombies but just like um like a um like a pet cemetery just uh, like a uh resurrecting a like a loved one or something like that yeah. you know what I mean and just like the whole uh... well that's why pet cemetery works so well is because that wasn't. It was a big twist on the zombie trope because you're bringing back, and he gave good reasons how they were brought back, a, lo- a you know a dead loved see, one, and they came back evil. See, I don't know if I would even con- consider uh, that a zombie, like at least not like. Well, what- weren't they like if their wounds were still kind of gross? Like they were, mm, yeah, kinda. And didn't the cat like its blood wasn't flowing or something? But like they were able to like outsmart you and like yeah. and like you know a, like attack you to where like you know zombies are just oh, it know. was like a like a like a reinvention of zombies they were smarter zombies because especially like with that I th- I I felt that was more of the spiritual aspect of like the Indian burial ground yeah. that played more into you know turning the things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes things are just better dead, or that's not how he says it. Sometimes dead is better. Yeah, that's what it is. God damn it, Spencer. You're a, that's a shame. You read all these Stephen King books, and then one time you actually get a chance to it's throw a, out the quote, yeah. and you butcher it. Yeah. And you, at least you did the voice. <laughs> so mad that You know what? I don't even want to talk about that fucking shit-ass fucking <laughs> bullshit remake. Fucking hated that. Sorry. <laughs> I saw that in theaters. I was very upset how poorly done that was. Was that like the last movie you've seen? <laughs> no, but it was it was one of them. Fucking assholes. Get so much potential. Especially yeah. because like that guy's a pretty good actor. Yeah. The cast was good. Just the movie fucking throw how they is threw your... in the fucking twist too, and then they put it in the preview. They put the twist in the preview because they changed it. It wasn't the little kid who oh, died. Yeah. It was the the older girl, and I was like, okay, that's fine, but don't put it in the fuck, like, make that something, because you expect the kid to die, when the girl dies, you're like, oh, shit, son. Meh. No, let's put her in the fucking trailer. How was John Lithgow? He was okay, but here's another thing. He doesn't do the line, though, right? Goose frog. I think he does do the line. I don't remember, because it was shitty. I have no problem with John Lithgow. I wanted the guy, because he has the exact same voice, voice as the creepy old guy from the original, I wanted the guy who was in Pet Cemetery 2. That was the guard from Shawshank Redemption. Okay. With the real deep voice, and he kind of looks like him. Because if you mm. look at him now, he actually kind of looks like the fucking old guy. Yeah. He, he just should have been the old guy. Yeah. It would have been a cool callback to Pet Cemetery yeah. 2. Should have did that. Had the voice. He could have said, Sometimes dead is better. And you're mm-hmm. like, Yes, it is. But not John Lithgow's like, Sometimes dead's a little better, mm-hmm. you know? Sometimes you're dead. That's uh, I don't even remember what John Lithgow sounds like. But he has like a higher voice. He yeah. doesn't sound fucking cool. He doesn't sound creepy. Pit- Ooh. Ooh. Fucking bullshit. Fucking cock goblin bullshit. <laughs> Who made that movie? A dickhead. And the ending was shit. The ending. Fucking bullshit. Makes. Ooh. Ooh. Anyway. As far as Stephen King movies, the It movies weren't too bad. First one I thought was better than the second yeah, one. Yeah. I think what. What the first one had was the the kids, the chemistry through the with the kids. Yeah, I mean, don't the, the adult actors they did a good job too together and stuff like that. But I like I felt bad during that movie whenever they flashed back to the kids during those couple of scenes because they just fucking stole the movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was better. Anyway, back at the topic of hand, because we talk about it. Do you think clowns are an overdone genre at this point? Like evil clowns. I mean, I kind of like. 
I've never, I was never really afraid of clowns. I mean, I get it. Yeah. Because they can look creepy. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's also coming from a guy who wrote a clown story. What was your clown story? Well, it wasn't about, like, a killer clown, but it was about, remember, remember back in the good old days when people were outside and they was just, that, like, they that people were just, like, dressing up as, like, evil clowns and just standing yeah. outside and stuff like that? So, like, I wrote, I wrote, like, a flash fiction or maybe, like, a, a very small short story about this guy who was, like, doing, like, a kid's birthday party at the park. Oh, yeah. And people his, thought he was one of those. Because, like, his car broke down, so he was trying to walk to, you know, to get some help because, like, you know, the phone was dead or out of range or something like that. And then so these, like, the hillbilly guys pull up, think they he's one of them, and they just beat the shit out of him. I think they might even murder him, too. Yeah, I think they, he definitely got murdered, probably. That seems like that was early, so, yeah, he probably got murdered. I feel like you should have named that Clown Shoes. I don't know what the name of that was, but... Clowning around, probably. Because, yeah. Oh. That, yeah. Oh, dude. Really? <laughs> Clowning around. Puns. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else I would want to see is, like, like a good horror movie, too. Because well, everything has been done to death. What do you consider as good, or what do you look forward to whenever you're either, like, watching, like, a horror movie or you're reading, like, a horror story? Because, like, I've never been, like, a big fan of, like, the, like, the Freddies and the Jasons and stuff like that. Just, like, these, you know, these yeah. guys that have, like... Slashers. Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, they can be good, and I think maybe one of the reasons that I don't... I, I get a little over them is because, like, they all have, like, 15, you Ooh. know... Uh, in their category, you know, in each title, but, um, like, do you think, like, that kind of, because, like, I like more of, like, a creepy, kind of disturbing, or, like, a realistic, like, that, that could, that could be, that could be a thing. Like, there could be a person that, you know, is just crazy and stuff, like, shooting people off of a tower, or... There could be, like, um, the, like, you know, like, maybe even something like the mist, like, you know, okay, an ultimate reality hole might not open up, but, yeah. like, you know, something like that could, they do a very, they do a good job of make, of grounding that, that weirdness in, in reality. yeah, to make it believable. The, the things I think make for a good horror, one, you don't oh, wait, know- no, I got a better way of explaining that, of being... A scared, you know, like you, you can't see anything. The unknown, but you know it's you like you, you know there's some bad shit on the other end of that fog, but you can't see it. That's what builds the tension. Uh, the things that I feel make for good horror is one unpredictable, like things being unpredictable, or like you don't want the reader to be able to know exactly where the story's going. The problem with a lot of modern fiction is like, oh, that guy's gonna be a vampire, and then he's a vampire. Like, ah. But you also don't want to um, just do something crazy out of yeah. left field because that also brings it and makes it like, oh, wait, that doesn't yeah. add up, or that doesn't that doesn't make sense. The second thing that makes for good horror is realism, not just realism in the descriptions or the story, because the story doesn't actually have to be realistic. But you have to feel like, oh, you, you want the reader to get sucked in and be like, oh, I'm in this horrible world. Yeah. Like, this is happening. You know, you think of, like, maybe, like, a Hellraiser kind of does that. Because even, obviously, interdimensional sex demons, like, that happening is, like, that's ridiculous. That can't happen. But even if you watch the movie or you read the uh, the, the first novel, you could kind of see, like, oh, if that was a fucking thing, that would be really horrifying. You open this box and all of a sudden these things come out. When, that's why, like, the original Nightmare on Elm Street was so good, is because... Besides, you have to it, sleep. Yeah, it didn't have all the jokes, and you have to sleep, and that was, like, something's like, oh, fuck, if I go to sleep, this <laughs> could happen to me. 
I do like a little bit of comedy. Like, you know what I mean? But that can add to the realism, too, because yeah. it makes it more realistic. Like, life does have comedy, even when horrible things happen. There's funny yeah. part, you know, there's funny moments in life. But but definitely, like, it's, especially with those Freddy movies, especially towards, like, the back yeah. half, they get a little... Really clownish. But, like, you know, like, just even, like, even small things, like, you know, like, a guy's being chased by another guy, and the guy who's running, like, in his ferry, he's not paying attention, and he, like runs into the wall it's, you know just like little things like that are just like ha like you know there's like the little funny beats that yeah. you know catch you off guard the original friday the 13th that was scary because you didn't know who the killer was they thought oh jason you know the ghost of this boy or you know something like that and then it turns out it was just his mom yeah and then the second one it was like jason but it wasn't like the hockey mask wearing jason you know now it was just like some creepy fucking you didn't know if he was a zombie guy or what, living in the woods, and he was just really ugly. And then the third one, that's when they started to get more zombies, Jason. And as they go on, they become less scary, more about jump scares. Uh, Jaws, that's scary yeah. because obviously you you think of Jaws like, oh, fuck, you go in the ocean, there could be a giant fuck. Like, we know there's giant sharks out there. There could be one that's really giant and just eats the fuck out of people. You know what really put, like, um... Be, be, being attacked by a shark in like because you know like I never like very rarely am I ever gonna be in the ocean and whether it be a shark you know obviously it'd be a terrible horrible thing I heard like um because Kevin Smith is like a big Jaws fan yeah. and I heard him talking about like the fear of Jaws just because I mean, like he's not necessarily worried about like getting killed or dying he just doesn't want to get turned into poop turned into poop <laughs> yeah he doesn't want to get turned into yeah. shark shit <laughs> like and I was just like. You know, that's one thing they don't ever bring up whenever, you, you know, somebody's yeah. getting attacked by, like, an animal and gets, like, marred and, like, mostly eaten. It's like, oh, well, that guy's that, is that animal shit now. I mean, technically, we all turn into something's poop. Yeah. Something eats us. Bacteria, something. Here's a thought that you almost touched upon before you went to poop route. Yeah. I think another thing that makes Jaws so scary, especially, like, in the scene that really got me when I watched it as a kid is when the lady was swimming in the dark. Oh, yeah. You can't see below you see you you can't see though what's yeah. below you when you're in the ocean and it's so deep and it just that always freaked me out that thought just not the, just jaws it could be anything yeah which is like even just like that fin yeah that fin just like well even like the uh original mermaid tales are horrifying oh. because like the mermaid like we, we listened to that uh myth and legends podcast they had the mermaid episode about the little mermaid and even that was kind of horrifying because the bodies. Like, these guys, they get wrecked overboard, they drowned, and they'd sink to their kingdom, then their kingdom would just be littered with bodies. But, like, a lot of mermaids are almost like sirens. Like, they bring people to their death. Yeah. And maybe they're not even doing it for evil reasons. They don't, like, mermaids, they don't know humans can't breathe underwater, so they would take you down. So that would be, that would be terrifying, a big half-fish person. Well, just, you know, uh, you know, you just, like, not even just shocks underwater, but anything, but good, like, deep creature... You know that the you know you we don't get too much of that recently. I mean, we we read the uh, the black, yeah, which was you know dealt with that kind of stuff, which was kind of cool. You get touches with some. It's always like a Cthulhu monster, like Pacific Rim or something. But yeah, you don't get a lot of deep sea monsters anymore. Because what they say, we know more about space than what we do than the bottom of the ocean, yeah. right? And again, that's a perfect setting for realism because you can pretty much create any creature, and it it could be plausible because yeah. you don't know what the fuck is at the bottom of the ocean. Uh, space, space is another one. Yeah, you know there could be a lot of creepy things. Say you, uh, I always kind of like the uh, landing on another planet. 
And then it turns out the life form is like some kind of scary monster. They did, I think, a movie about where they landed on the dark side of the moon or something, mm. and there was like fucking creatures. That would be cool. Because again, that just goes with the unknown. If it's a, a alien, it's a creature we don't know. That, that's why it's scary. Or, or, um, I never watched it, but there was that one uh, Ryan Reynolds movie when they're like up and out of space and they they come in contact with like a bacteria or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because you know, like in space, life forms can take form of like you know almost like you know these anything to like a huge alien to the most microscopic thing like you know and to just like being taken over by that or like you know have that thing you know wreck havoc wherever it's at well that brings us to two genres we haven't touched on pandemic genre which i can't honestly say i've ever read or watched a horror film about like a pandemic that really got even living through covid now i'm just like i don't i mean unless it's like a it turns into like um like uh twenty eight days later I think it's like a mad cow disease type yeah. of virus that makes you into a crazy zombie, but for the most part like I don't contagion movies don't really do it for me it's just like it's horrible but it you happens. need to read the stand. Shut up I don't wanna. You have to. Is it about contagion? Yeah, you know what you know what the stand's about? I watched the TV series with that, Barry Pepper a long time ago, and I like him, but I don't remember anything from it. Well, I think we know why you watched the old TV series. Because Barry Pepper? No. Why? Because uh, your boy, um, Bill Fagerbag's in it. Well, yeah. My man. Moon, M-O-O-N. He's great. Uh, the other genre... No, no, I'm going to forget it, because we fucking talk about stupid contagions. Uh, what's the other genre I'm thinking of? I know, I brought up, like, sci-fi... Shut up, Spencer. The Thing. (laughs) Okay. Which goes back to your shape-shifting monsters, but, like, The Thing, which I didn't realize was, I think, uh, based on, like, an H.P. Lovecraft story. Was it? Because I, well, I know the, I know the movie that everybody likes, like in the is, is like a is based off as of, like a remake of like an older movie. Yeah, the original thing. But I think it was kind of at least partially based off of maybe the the Mountains of Madness or something. Maybe it's in Antarctica, but an alien creature comes to. But like the thing was such cool because you didn't know who was the thing, and you never saw what the thing was before. Yeah, and then when you did, it was a horrible. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, it's such a fu- and get oh again the remake why they had the remake used all practical effects well, was just it, like the original well, I uh, thought it was a prequel I didn't think it was a remake what the fuck ever they used practical effects just like the 80s version and it was real cool and you know what the studio did yeah fuck that make it CGI Ruined See, I the never, whole I movie. Never, I never watched it. Ruined the whole fucking mo- you fucking donkey dick licking. Oh, I hate studio executives. Producers are awful people. Suck fucking balls. Anyway, that's the end of our discussion. I don't <laughs> want to talk about it anymore. Mad. All right, we'll, we'll end that, up. That and uh, Salem's Lot. Or not Salem's um, Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. We'll end with, uh, so what What would you most like to see in a horror novel specifically? What would I like to see? A character or a creature or like what, what trope or, we'll use that lightly, you know, just horror thing that maybe has been done, but you'd rather see done better or reinvented or something completely original. What would you want to see? Hmm. I would, like I said, um, like at the beginning, like maybe like a reinvented or if somebody could take a, make a cool take on the, on the werewolf, mm. just because like I said, we've like, we've 
the uh, had Dracula and all that stuff, and there's Frankenstein and all the other ones. But like I said, I don't think uh, the werewolves have got like a a push in a while. Um, or just even maybe like a good like we didn't because we didn't really talk about like maybe like a like a possession or demon kind of story like you know because that's the kind of stuff you know the one thing i do hate the most in any kind of horror movie is i hate the goddamn found footage so uh, you know what no more found footage you're done with the found footage, footage. cloverfield was found footage i know it's still dumb another cthulhu movie right pretty cthulhu. much kind of yeah that's that, i'm a little done with the cthulhu monsters um i d- I'm a, I'm a little conflicted because I would like to see another deep sea creature kind of thing. Yeah, but yeah. we did read the black, which was really w- well done. So we, I did kind of get a little. That's why I'm conflicted because I did kind of get a good taste of that. And I'm thinking, well, I wonder what indie books or indie authors are are writing these kinds of stories that we just don't know about. Yeah, true. Um, obviously we're talking more about things we'd like to see blow up into you know the atmosphere here and get more popular. I would um see. I think possession's been done too much now. Ghost stories have been done a lot. But you know what? And I don't know if you... Uh, did you ever finish that story? I remember, like, forever ago, whenever we were first starting this, and one time you needed an idea for for a uh, flash fiction, and I told you to write a... Uh, do a possession story, but from the... the, the, the Possessed person's view. No, from the point of view of the demon. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um... Yeah, I did write that story, but I never put it up. I forgot about that. Yeah, that story was about the demon who was almost like, because, you know, the demon was like infatuated yeah, he was, with it. the girl that he was possessing. And it went through where the more he tried to love her, nobody could see the demon. The more he tried to love her, the more possessed she got, which made her more sick yeah. and more demented and more fucked up. I forgot about that. That was a cool angle. That was a good idea he came up with. Um, I, I don't remember, I think I finished that story. That was like, that was a writing exercise we did. It wasn't for the site or anything. Yeah, well, like I said, that was very early well, started, on. We, we might have not, yeah, we might have not even really had this, the site up and running yet, you know? Yeah, we just, we were giving each other ideas for writing exercises. That was the one I had, uh, and yeah, that was a cool story. Maybe we, uh, you know, kind of visit that again. You do, you don't ever get to see the demon, because obviously, yeah. like you said a long time ago, uh, you know, the hero, the, the villain is the hero of their own journey. Yeah. Well, the demon would think he's in the right. He just loves this girl. He's a fucking demon. What does he know about the yeah. human world? Which well, kind of actually turns- Even if he does, he's still a demon. It's like, what would make him... Th- he, they, they wouldn't think in the same way mm. as, you know, as humans would, you they know? They actually, because I've been watching Death Note, they actually touch on that. The gods of death, one of them falls in love with the human and... You know, they do things like that, but that, that show's starting to shit Ooh, which would make sense, maybe, like, the if you ever go back to it and you extend it or anything, you'd be like, the, one of the reasons he's doing that is because he's slowly killing her, so then when she can die, mm. and, you know... Maybe. And, you know, demon boning. Boning demons. Um, I think the, the vampire genre could be reinvented into something else. Or just back to normal. Or just back to normal. Yeah. I feel like if you're not making things scarier, don't do them. Don't make them. Rom- I don't like the romantic vampire okay. aspect. So when like a uh, vampire, real quick, do you, what's your like? Obviously, you know, sparkly, glittery vampires out the door. Nobody wants. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody wants that. But where do you fall? Do you like more of like the not necessarily in the book that we're reading, Dracula that we're reading, but like in the more of like the like the movie Hollywood sense of like Dracula mm. or the like Nosferatu kind of monster. 
I do like the Nosferatu creepy monster, but I feel that doesn't lend itself to modern times very well. I think for modern times, the better version of the vampire is the elitist vampire. No, okay. Who wants pathetic humans, like kind of like Blade. Uh, you know, the villains in Blade, they were vampires who wanted to exterminate humans and just use them as feed troughs. And uh, What was that movie with, um, not Kevin Bacon, but um, the dude from Training Day? Ethan Hawke? Ethan Hawke, and I think even uh, Willem Dafoe was in it, and it was like, vampires like took over, and... They had like blood banks for the vampires to like to eat off, and like all the cars had like very dark, like shaded windows so they could drive around during like the day and stuff like that. I don't remember. Is that all? I'm thinking it's Lost Boys, and that wasn't either of those. Guys. No. Um, I'm not sure, but it does sound cool. But you know, there's a lot of a lot of things you do with the vampires, with the elitism, or just uh, maybe they just want to be a small group and don't want people. And yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, you could touch upon that. Because I think you could even do, like, the not, like, bursting into flames during the sun thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you can still do, like, a thing or, or, you know, cheat that a little bit. It was just, like, the whole making them sparkle. Yeah, it was stupid. Yeah. You know what I want? This, this is my pick. Okay. Give it to me. And we didn't talk about this. I want, because this goes back to your point You want of, a good Frankenstein? No, well, I would like a good Frankenstein, but no. This goes back to the point you brought up about realism and how that makes good horror. I would like to see a modern version of uh, kind of like body horror where it's like the Phantom of the Opera or the Hunchback of Notre Dame or something along those lines where you have somebody that might have a deformity or some kind of physical ailment and then they're cast out of society because of that or they're shunned and... That has to be like a time period, though. Story. Well, I thought about that, but it depends where you are in the world. Because mm-hmm. we had that guy in Pittsburgh who didn't have a face. Uh, I think his name is No Face Charlie. If you folks want to look that up, he was a real guy. Apparently, he was really friendly. But he, uh, when he was a kid, he got his face burned off by an electrical thing. Oh wow! And he just spent his life. He'd just walk along the road, and people would stop. That and his face was green. And they, they, they thought he was, like, a glowing creature for a long time, but people would fuck with him. And, uh, like, sometimes they'd make him drink bottles of piss. They'd beat him up just because he was he looked different. And I think you can – and that was, like, you know, the 50s through – I think that guy died in the 80s or 90s. But you can do, like, a modern – or at least a semi – you know, 70s, 80s if you want to do time period. But you could do that story somewhere because yeah. there's always fucking places where people are just assholes. Or uh, what would be really interesting if you go – and do that, but set it in, like, a third-world country mm-hmm. or something. Like, you know, where there's a lot of poverty. So it'd make, it make... It's more plausible to be, like, how somebody like that would get shunned. Yeah. And the, the deformities are more uh, commonplace in those kind yeah. of countries, too, because of the health care and stuff. Um, but that, yeah, that's, I think that's what I would like to see, is something like that. A little more realistic, but maybe he becomes the big bad and does the killing or something. Um... Anything else you want to touch on? No, I think that's it. Alrighty. Well, if you folks want to uh, let us know if you you know if there's any tropes or story ideas or anything that you think would be cool, any creatures you'd want to bring back to the forefront of society here, yeah, definitely let us know. Yeah, let us know. You can go to Twitter at Drunk Pen Writing, Facebook and Instagram at Drunken Pen Writing, or go to our fancy website, DrunkenPenWriting.com. 
Uh, if you would please be kind, you could also review us on, you know, like the Apple Podcast or Google Podcast or whatever podcast app you, whatever has a review, a button, anything. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. Just send kind words our way or negative words, whatever you got to yeah. do. We like people yelling at us and uh, we might shout you out on the air. Uh, thanks for listening and Man. chill out, babies. See ya.